This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military industrial hunter. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Mary Pass, because the truth will set you free. July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I was fired of hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is in the world that has been fully realized to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fambergas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making this program possible. Tonight's special guest is author and researcher Joshua Shapiro, who has been researching crystal skulls since 1983 and has been the custodian of a number of them. This is a topic that I've been wanting to discuss for quite some time. Joshua Shapiro will be with us shortly. To listen to the full interview, you know what to do. Go to VeritasRadio.com, click on the subscribe link, and you'll receive access to everything we have to offer. Stop waiting. Subscribe today and keep Veritas on the air. And don't forget to visit our Veritas store, where you can buy MMS. You never know when you'll need it. And if downloading our shows takes a lot of time where you are, purchase any of our USB drives with every season of our show. And to get in touch with me, click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. Crystal skulls are believed to be a form of computer which are able to record energy and vibration that occur around them. The skull will pictorially replay all events or images of the people who have come into contact with them and contain the history of our world. The crystal skulls are considered to be one of the world's greatest mysteries. For their mystical properties, experiences that people have had with them, their connection with the UFOs, 
and many theories about their purpose and how they were made, Joshua Shapiro is coming up next. This is Mel Fambergas, and you're listening to Veritas. J.J. Hurtak. And this is Dr. Desiree Hurtak. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the, the Veritas Show. Joshua Shapiro has been involved with the Crystal Skull since 1983, when he had an opportunity to be in the presence of an amethyst skull located in Northern California, known as Ami. At that time, he felt a very strong connection with this artifact, which forever changed his life. Since then, he has devoted a great deal of time and effort to sharing with others key information about the crystal skulls and the role they have to play in the prophesized golden age. He feels very fortunate to have had an opportunity to be able to visit privately with a number of the more well-known crystal skulls in the world, including the Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull, E.T., the British Museum Crystal Skull, and Ami. And directly from Renton, Washington, I would like to introduce Joshua Shapiro. Hello, Joshua, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? I am doing great, Mel. A great uh, honor to be here, and I'm very excited to talk about my favorite subject, the crystal skulls. Well, I'm so glad to hear that because we always try to get the best person. And I've been, I've been trying to follow crystal skulls for quite some time. And a few months ago, one, a, a, a very old friend of mine came to one of my place of business, business and handed me uh, right here, the skull speaks from Mitchell Hedges. And I have heard about the crystal skulls, but I really didn't know what this was all about. So I'm very excited that you will be telling us tonight. Before we start with the Crystal Skulls and you define what they are, I want to know what happened, what was that moment where you got involved with Crystal Skulls? Give us some background. Well, I would say in the early 1980s, I was starting to um, explore my spiritual path, and I was kind of traveling around on faith. And um, the main subject that had caught my attention, uh, this, this is back in around 1983, I would say it would probably be the UFOs. So anyway, I made friendship with a, a woman who had a bookstore across the street from uh, the Rosicrucian Park in San Jose, California. And I went to visit her store. I think this was in April of 1983. And... I was going to just talk to her about my book, and uh, which, by the way, this first book was called Journeys of an Aquarian Age Networker. It was based on my travels on faith around the United States and information that I picked up, and I figured out how to put it into a book form. So while we were chatting, she pulled out a picture of this crystal skull you already mentioned called Ami, which is actually kind of... Um, a child-sized skull made out of amethyst. 
that came out of Mexico. And when she showed me that picture, I had a very profound response to it. I started to feel as if there was a strong vibration that was happening inside of myself like an inner earthquake. And um, sometimes I believe that when you're going on your spiritual path, you're going to run into something that your soul has had a connection to before, which you may know nothing about consciously. So I think this is what was happening to me. And then about a half an hour later, there was an actual earthquake, I would say about 100 or 150 miles south of San Jose in Colingas, California, and was vibrating on the table. So essentially, I was I had an inner and an outer earthquake, but also I was receiving, I guess, a message that said these crystal skulls are vital for the future of humanity. So now that you have been reminded of this, it was kind of like an invitation. What are you going to do about it? So this is one of those moments where you have to make a decision. You have to make a choice. So I thought probably because I'm an Aries and I accept I like challenges. I said, well, I need to find out more about this. I need to know why did I have this strong response just to a picture of this object? And, uh, you know, what are they about? And why did I get this message that the crystal skulls are linked as a tool to assist humanity for peace? So eventually, I would say about a week or so later, uh, this crystal skull that I saw the picture of was sitting in a vault in an art gallery not too far from the bookstore and there was an invitation to come and see it basically what had happened is a Mayan priest had brought this crystal skull to the United States and there were a group of businessmen who made an arrangement in exchange for a loan he gave the crystal skulls collateral and then um, shortly around the time I was seeing the skull or maybe the year after uh, these uh, businessmen claimed the skull and they held on to it and they became the owners for it. And um, I never met the Mayan priest, but I did get to see the skull because these businessmen uh, heard there was a wealthy person in town and he got invited. And this is again in 1983, so I was there. So th this is where I had direct contact with the skull and then I had some other experiences, but I didn't realize while I was going through all of this that I would become int intimately involved with them, that I would be traveling the world, that I would be writing books, that I would be on uh, TV, I would be working on a feature film. Uh, the woman that's my current partner, Katrina Head, I've met her through the Crystal Skull, so it's just like my whole life changed, but I didn't know in, in that moment in 1983 any of that was going to happen. But that's basically how it started. It is incredible how some people's path are not expected. All of a sudden, you're presented one of the, the crystal skulls, and you felt the relationship, and look at where you are now. You're, in my opinion, one of the most respected researchers when it comes to crystal skulls. But define, for those around the world who have probably seen the Indiana Jones movie, The, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, and, and may not know really what they are, define what is a crystal skull. Well, a crystal skull is exactly as the name implies. It's a... Um, gemstone that's put into the shape of the human bone skull. The first ones that came out were primarily made out of quartz, and these are the type of crystal skulls that I uh, have a strong um, 
connection to, a spiritual connection to. But in the modern world today, there are carvers all over the world who are making crystal skulls. And if there is a human shape or monkey shape or, um, let's say, ET shape, different type of shape skull, similar to human bone skull, they're calling all of them crystal skulls. Now, in the world of crystal skulls, there are three different types that are defined. Uh, we now have a fourth type that we're offering because of some experiences that we have had since last year being in the Seattle area. The first type is the uh, modern skulls that are being carved by modern carvers today. Uh, the best carvers seem to be in China and Brazil, and I've also met some carvers in Germany and Eder Oberstein. Um, because there are so many of these modern skulls that are, are available, there are a lot of people now who have crystal skulls. Because I would say every week we hear from, you know, quite a number of new people telling us about the crystal skull they have, they purchase, they're working with, what experiences they've had, and so on. So from 1983, where there were very few crystal skulls that were known here today in 2012, there are, I really, I don't even have any clue. I would say there are probably uh, tens of thousands of crystal skulls, or maybe the new skulls, there are now over a um, 100,000, difficult to say. Second type of category, which is defined within the crystal skull community, it's discussed is called an old crystal skull. These are ones that were made over 100 years ago. And then amongst researchers, there's the difference of opinion, whether we go back to about 1,000 or 2,000 years ago. Anyway, um, these skulls seem to have more of a primitive shape to them. And um, there really is no way actually to know the exact date when a skull is carved. Because, especially if it's made from uh, different gemstones or quartz, because these are uh, inorganic substances. And normally when an archaeologist goes into an ancient ruin, where they might actually find crystal skulls, but it doesn't mean that the civilization for which those ruins are from, that the skulls were made by those people, um, you know, they can use carbon-14 dating on bones and such and get an idea of age. But with uh, these different types of stones, carbon-14 dating doesn't work. A lot of times on the crystal skulls themselves, if there's a high-powered microscope, sometimes you can see if there's carver tool marks on there, which modern scientists and archaeologists, as soon as they see that, then they say the skulls are fake, meaning that they were made more recently. But that, again, is really not a good um, rule of thumb for dating them. And um, some of these old skulls have been found, you know, in ancient ruins in Mexico and Central America. As a matter of fact, again, most recently, so many crystal skulls are coming out of Mexico. It's almost at the point where people are kicking the ground and crystal skulls are coming out. There's like local stores that have them. We were at a conference in 2009 where I would say there were about 50 or 60 skulls. And some of these skulls had a, a feeling and again, Again, feeling is not a, a good measure to prove something, but if you're a sensitive person, you can feel energy that surrounds the skulls. And some of the skulls that come 
reference I would enter to be the next category, which is called ancient crystal skulls, meaning created either 1,000 or 2,000 years ago or much older, 10,000, 50,000, 100,000. Again, we don't have any exact scientific method as far as we know that can actually date them. But a lot of times for the older skulls, we will work with people who are sensitives and they will pick up from the energies that have been absorbed from these crystal skulls by events and people that are around them. Uh, they will come up with different uh, scenarios, visions, or feeling about what civilization some of these ancient skulls may have come from. Now, I personally am starting to call the ancient skulls very old because everybody seems to want to have their own ancient skull feeling that an ancient skull has more value or is more powerful than, say, the old or the contemporary or newly done skulls. From my personal experience and in talking with other people, we believe that each crystal skull has its own potential, depends upon who is its caretaker or guardian, depends upon where it's been found. And so, um, and then also we have the situation, which is hard to explain. And I kind of was ridiculed a little bit on this with an interview I did for National Geographic, which was aired in December of last year called The Truth About the Crystal Skulls. But both my partner and I and many people we know who have crystal skulls, we're actually receiving, I would call it um, telepathic communication. Some people actually hear them, a consciousness, living consciousness that's working through the skulls. And so from our personal skulls, we have 16 that we work with and we share in our public presentations. They keep talking with us and saying, you know, why do you care whether one is very old or not, we're all kind of like a, a big family here to assist humanity, and we each have our own role to play and our own service, uh, our own way to help people. So um, anyway, there are definitely crystal skulls that we do find that are very, very old in their manufacture, and they have very powerful energies connected to them. So these are the three types. But there is a fourth type called a ported skull, which I would have to get into uh, another question or explanation how that is different from the three types that I've already shared with you. Sure. And you say we cannot detect tool marks in the old crystal skulls. If that's the case, how do you think they were manufactured? Are we back to the pyramid builders type technology that we can't replicate today? Well, I think that some of these old or very old skulls do may have some tool marks um, and then be classified incorrectly because, you know, there could be a very old skull that, say, a Mayan shaman looked at and didn't like and he had his carver make some alterations and so there are some marks on it. But there are some crystal skulls that uh, don't show any marks. So what's happened is over the years we've heard a lot of different theories and ideas about you know, how some of these very old skulls might have been made. So one possibility is gifts from the gods, which would imply an extraterrestrial connection. Uh, possibly the crystal skulls were created on some other world, in some other dimension, and were brought to the earth as a tool to assist us in our uh, spiritual evolution. Uh, some people have talked about possibly an Atlantis, that they had a technology 
that they were able to change the uh, the bone skull like when Thank you for listening. To unlock the full 2-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.